Good morning, I'm Lisa Marzilli with the WMNF News Headlines. The confidential information of approximately 1.2 million patients of Tampa General Hospital has been compromised in a data breach. TGH announced yesterday that it was discovered at the end of May and reported to the FBI for investigation. The personal data may have included names, addresses, phone numbers, dates of birth, social security numbers, and health insurance information. Tampa General plans to notify those who may have been impacted by mail and will also provide complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft protection services to those whose social security numbers were accessed. Civil rights advocates are suing to get public records related to Florida's migrant transport program. As Valerie Crowder reports, the American Civil Liberties Union filed a lawsuit yesterday in state court seeking documents from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Governor Ron DeSantis flew about 50 immigrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard last year on the state's dime. State lawmakers have since allocated more funding to continue transporting undocumented immigrants from outside Florida to other states. DeSantis has claimed that the influx of immigrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border illegally is harming Florida. The ACLU says the state has not provided evidence to support that claim and has refused to produce public records that would show the number of undocumented immigrants who are transported from the southwestern border to Florida. Those records are not exempt from the state's open records laws. I'm Valerie Crowder. The State Board of Education dove headlong into Florida's culture wars on Wednesday, setting rules for some of the controversial laws the legislature adopted during the spring session. According to the Tampa Bay Times, Floridians turned out in droves to the board meeting in Orlando to register their opposition to additional restrictions placed on the use of personal pronouns, restroom and locker room assignments. They also spoke passionately about newly written academic standards for the teaching of African-American history, which officials tout as groundbreaking but critics say is whitewashing. At the end of the day, the board, comprised completely of Governor Ron DeSantis appointees, approved each of the measures. The Florida Rights Restoration Coalition is suing Governor Ron DeSantis's administration, alleging they failed to deliver on restoring the right to vote to eligible felons. WLRN's Sherilyn Cabrera reports. The 2018 constitutional amendment restored the right to vote to individuals who have passed felony convictions, regardless of outstanding fees, fines, and restitution payments. But in 2019, the Florida legislature passed a law that now requires felons to pay legal financial obligations before they could be eligible to vote. The lawsuit filed Wednesday says that this has created confusion among felons trying to determine if they're eligible. There is currently no reliable statewide database that allows them to easily figure that out or that tells them if they have outstanding fees. The lawsuit also says that last year's creation of the State Office of Election Crimes and Security has exacerbated the problem. Last year, the office was behind the arrests of 20 people for allegedly voting illegally. Many of those arrested were convicted felons who maintained they believed they were eligible to vote. I'm Sherry Lynn Cabrera in Miami. Reports about so-called forever chemicals in drinking water across the country and here in Florida have been cause for alarm for some. 
WMFE's Danielle Pryor spoke with a scientist at the Environmental Protection Agency about what residents can do to protect themselves. These forever chemicals aren't broken down easily by the body or in nature, and in small amounts over a prolonged time can cause cancer as well as miscarriages. This month, the Orlando Sentinel has also been reporting on what's known as PFAS chemicals that are found in water, among other places. The EPA's senior science analyst, Sydney Evans, says the good news is that three common water filters she studied can take most of these chemicals out of drinking water. There were three that removed the PFAS down below detectable levels. That was the Berkey, the Clearly Filtered, and the Zero Water. A U.S. geological survey found half the nation's tap water has at least one or two of these forever chemicals. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission approved new rules on Wednesday for the Skyway Fishing Pier State Park. WMNF's Chris Young reports the rules are aimed at protecting thousands of seabirds entangled at the park located on a decommissioned highway bridge. It's the longest fishing pier in the world and attracts many species of fish. It also attracts pelicans. Melissa Tucker is the Director of Habitat and Species Conservation for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. When it's untreated, severe entanglements and their associated injuries can often lead to the death of the birds. The unintentional entanglement of birds has been occurring at the pier for many years. Angler-seabird interactions are more common at Skyway Pier than at any other pier in the area, based on a published study. The commission met at a hotel ballroom in St. Petersburg for the first of two days of meetings. The new rule prohibits multi-hook rings and gear from mid-November to mid-March. It also requires education for anglers. Mary is the past president of Tampa Audubon Society and spoke during public comment. We definitely support what's going on. We'd like to see more. We think that there's uh, scientific evidence to support a lot more, but it's a start. The new rules will be reviewed two years after implementation. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young in St. Petersburg. The FWC approved another new rule yesterday that creates a springs protection zone along a 5.61-mile stretch of river from the Springhead and Weekiwatchee State Park to the Rogers Park boat ramp. The rule is intended to protect vegetation, wildlife, and shoreline erosion. Beaching, mooring, anchoring, and grounding vessels will no longer be allowed within the springs protection zone. It's going to be partly sunny with a high of 94 and a 50% chance of scattered afternoon storms. The same forecast on tap for Friday, but with a 30% rain chance. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.